how are you practicing your Italian? Uh, mostly just saying Forza Italia a lot, which just means let's go Italy. So that's kind of my main thing. You know, I'm incorporating a few chows and prego and grazie into my, into my vocab right now. So uh-huh. basically just the main things. Uh, that's how I'm trying to work on it. Cause I feel like you can kind of BS your way through it. If you can just say, hello, thank you. You're welcome. So that's kind of what I'm working on. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 171 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. I am super excited because this guy is like a ball of fire when he rolls out of bed. I, I don't know from personal experience, but this is what I hear. From the Kansas City Royals, the one and only Vinny Pascotino. Vinny, it is good to see you. Happy holidays. How are you, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Happy holidays to you guys. Um, happy to be here for the viewers who are watching or listening. I just want to let you guys know that I was severely late to this interview. So any niceness that they bring to me is not warranted. Uh, just to let everybody know. But listen, this this you're not the first guy to have this happen. Because when I reached out to you, and yes, everybody, I slid into his DM somewhere along the line. But in part because you... Let, let's just tell the story and come clean here. You were... You ran into Jake Storiali somewhere? What happened? Yeah, okay, so the backstory of this is there is a, uh, a a bar in Lower East Side Manhattan called the Gym Saloon. I have a buddy who lives on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Last year, a group of 10 friends of mine, I'm a massive Jets fan. We went to the Jets-Eagles game uh, right after Thanksgiving last year, so I spent the weekend in New York. I go up there. We go to this bar. There's like 10 of us there. And I see Jake from across the bar and I lean over to my buddy. I'm like, Hey, isn't that uh, talking Jake? Right. That's who that is. And he's like, yeah, I think so. I can't tell, but I think so. I said, I'm going to go tell him I like what he does. So I go over there and I literally just say, Hey, Jake, don't want to bother you. Uh, my name is Vinny Pasquantino. I'm in the Royals organization. I just want to let you know, like, I appreciate what you guys do for the game of baseball. Like you guys clearly love it. You cover it. And like, I appreciate that. And he was with some friends. So he was just like, all right. Hey man, thanks. I appreciate it. And then like, that was it. So he blew like, you off? well, he was with people though. So I, I believe it was his, uh, fiance, wife, uh, fiance or wife, whoever, fiance. um, his fiance, I believe he was with her. So he was busy. So I didn't blame him one bit, but I went back over to the, to my friends and I'm like, dang, I think I just got big league by talking Jake. Um, uh, so, so that's kind of the backstory of that. So then this year, I know Nikki Cass a little bit through, uh-huh. you know, uh, through a few friends of mine and through, you know, just talking on social media. And I had texted him because we went back to the same place. I had, I was like talking a little bit of crap to Nikki about it, about Jake. I was like, Hey, you know, just want to let you know, I got big timed by, by Jake last year. Cause he has no idea. Like at the point where I came up to him, he didn't know who I was. Like, it was just one of those things. So I texted, we go back to the place. It was like, I remember the name of the place. It was Jim saloon. And then I get a text from Jake 45 minutes later, Jake is at the gym saloon and we chop it up. We, uh, you know, we reminisce and yeah, there's the picture right there. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it was great. It was, he was a great sport about it. Cause I, I didn't really care. I understood what he was doing. Like he, he was busy, so he didn't want to be bothered. Um, so yeah, that's the backstory of it. It's just a hilarious story. So what you, th- when you saw him, what'd you think? Just, well, which time? Which time? On the, the first time you saw him, were you like, oh, "Okay, that's him"? Because he's kind of like he's kind of like a fire plug. 
Yeah. Yeah. So when I first saw him, I was like, Hey guys, like I got kind of excited. Cause again, like what I told him was the truth. Like I appreciate everything John boy and all those guys do for, for the game. So for me, it was just kind of like, Oh, that's really cool. That's a guy who covers and like reveres the game of baseball. So I'm going to go talk to him. Uh, so then it was funny when he was like, Hey man, like I'm, you know, I'm a little busy. Could you go away? Like, I, I'd want to hang out with my friends and fiance. You know, so he, he might make, he might make it up to you and invite you to the wedding in uh in less than two months now down in st lucia you just never know you might get hey congrats to jake and his fiance i don't know her name otherwise i would yes some, jake and jess and their dog i know they have a lovely dog so congrats to them on on their future wedding yes yes that's that's kind of aren't you getting married too yeah i'm getting married next december in naples florida i uh, well i can't i guess we're sending in the contract you'll hear over the next few days so i guess it's not official yet but yeah naples florida next year we're getting married Okay, good. Congratulations to you. And your bride-to-be's name is? It's Ryan. Ryan with two N's. So R-Y-A-N-N. What's the back? That's, there's got to be a backstory to that. I So I've asked, and there isn't really a backstory other than I believe they put an N, an extra N on the end of the name just to make it a little bit different. <laughs> what, in case one gets lost? I, I guess. But I, apparently Ryan with two N's is more feminine and Ryan with one N is more masculine. Apparently, I don't I didn't come up with that. That's what I, you know, whatever. So I think it's a great name. So <laughs> we got that. It's- it's great. It's lovely. It's lovely. Yeah. So I want to exchange, just give you a little uh, snippet. Jake actually texted me after he ran into you, and he goes, not blowing smoke, wish I was lying, but Pascutino, a big Chris Rose fan. Yeah. I said, that's sweet. I'll book him. So that's yeah. why I reached out to you. So well, thank I appreciate you. that. That is an absolute fact. Uh, I, I kind of told you a little bit in the in our DMs that we had, but every day when Intentional Talk first started, I would come home from school, and my mom and I, every single day would watch it. So a few weeks ago, I actually DM'd you on Instagram when you and and one five took a picture together. And I said, this makes me want to cry just because of all the memories that I had of watching the show. Like me and my mom, every single day would put on, it was channel 213 on direct TV. We'd put yep. it on every single day. And it was just, you know, those are some of my favorite memories of just watching the show with my mom. But I appreciate that a lot. And it was interesting. So that was uh, that picture I took with Millar was at the baseball winter meetings. It was the first time I had seen him in person in in more than two years. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I saw him at spring last year. I didn't talk to him because he was, you know, working his way through like major league camp. But I saw him and I was just like, oh, it's so cool. Like, you know, guys you grow up watching all the time. Yeah. No, well, we appreciate that an awful lot. So um, very cool. Very cool. I got a lot to discuss with you. First of all, the pronunciation of your last name, I kind of just run through it because I was so nervous with it. I went past Quintino. That's it. Yep. That's it. It's it's actually a relatively easy name to say. Like you look at it and you think, oh man, this is gonna this is gonna suck. But it's just Pasquantino, just how it sounds or how it's spelled. So the way they have it on baseball reference, you know, they have the pronunciation. Yeah. We're good with Pasquantino. Yep, that's perfect. Okay. Okay, Italian breakfast or Italian yeah. nightmare. Yeah, that's right. I, I prefer the Pasquatch. Um, Pasquatch. Yeah, that's what that's what people in KC have started. There's actually a T-shirt uh, with like a Sasquatch that's that has my jersey on it. There's a few commercials that are probably going to come out here soon. Um, that's my favorite nickname, dude. We've got to do a bobblehead of you as a Pasquatch. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hoping maybe one day, hopefully, you know, carve out a nice career and then have a few bobbleheads come out of the Pasquatch. Forget the career part. Let's just <laughs> skip right ahead to that part because I do have. I think I 
you know, I've got a big bobblehead collection. I think I've got two Kansas City Royal bobbleheads. One is the George Brett running out of the dugout at Yankee Stadium after Incredible. he's been called out for using too much pine tar. I don't know if you can see the face. That is yeah. nothing like George Brett. <laughs> right? No, that is nothing like George Brett. Not one bit. <laughs> no. I like the arms flailing. And then the best one, I forget. I don't think, is Rusty Coons still on the coaching staff there? Not anymore. He's he's a minor league outfield coordinator right now. Oh, but in the system. Yep, still in the system. They they bumped him to the minor leagues. It's like, a, hey, Rusty, we need you to help our guys get better. Not that coaching first base in the big league. No, either. I get it. You know, you know what I mean? It was just one of those things. So I this is one of my favorite bobbleheads ever. It is the Rusty Coons. The reason there's no hat is because it's literally like felty hair. That's incredible. That face, they, they got that one pretty good. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I also showed this one time to Tyler Glass now, who's a regular here on the Chris Rose rotation. And I said, uh, yeah, no, Rusty Coons bobblehead. And he goes, what? What's it? His name's Rusty Coons? And I was like, no, it's Tyler. <laughs> it's Rusty Kuntz. Yeah. Well, everybody, everybody knows the name. Like, and what's great is that Rusty's so awesome. Like, he's just, you know. He's the best. He's one of the best in the game. So we're happy to have him around. And it's a great name. And, it, it, you know, it always works its way around Twitter once a oh, year yeah. or so. Like at least once a year, you'll see the memes of it. And he's just he's just the best. 2023 is here. You have your resolution. Maybe it's to shed a few pounds, be nicer to everybody out there. How about wanting a better sex life? Did you know that up to 50% of men have symptoms that get in the way of wanting or enjoying sex? That means you are not alone if things aren't going the best way possible. However, there are ways to solve a problem. Roman is here to help. Roman is the digital health clinic for men addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. I will repeat that. Last up to four times longer in bed. Did you know that in men that sometimes our testosterone levels, they get a little low? Well, Roman helps you get back to your normal levels and increase your libido. They also offer a testosterone test, which includes lab processing. And if it's appropriate for you, treatment for low testosterone. At Roman, here's the cool thing. You don't even have to leave your house to get the assistance that you need. There's no waiting rooms. There's no hassle. There's no, okay, it's time to see Fred. Would you like to come? No, they don't deal with that. It is just straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your very own home. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly to your front door. Everything arrives in a discreet package with free two-day shipping as well. And to learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, simply go to roco slash johnboy today to get 20% off your entire order. Once again, that is ro.co slash johnboy. Save your money, feel better, perform better. All right, so we got a lot of ground to cover. First and foremost was one of the things you said at the top, is that you're a Jets fan. Yep, yep. How are we doing? We're doing all right. We're back in the playoff hunt this week. Uh, You've lost a, a month straight of games. How could you? You're like, yeah, let's go. Everything is worth it's, – it's one of those things that everybody likes to say, oh, the same old Jets or nothing ever goes the Jets way. Oh, that's a good video Rob's got on his uh, – Yeah. Yeah, I was at the game a few weeks ago. I'm I'm actually going to Seattle this week. I might extend my trip by a day and try to go to the game. 
Um, Are you serious? Yeah. So I'm going up. I'm going to go visit Driveline for a week, oh, and smart. I'm leaving on Saturday, technically speaking. But I'm debating. I'm very seriously debating staying Sunday too and going to the game. Yeah. Uh, especially with the importance of the game. Yeah. Well, wait a second. Are you becoming a pitcher at Driveline? What's going on? No, they've got a they've got a hitting department. I really want to go get uh, the 3D model of my swing going, kind of oh. see some different things. I I just want to learn. Like that's why okay. I'm really going up there. So I've had a few conversations with the guys there. I really want to learn more about the swing. So go up there for a few days, see what happens, and you know, see what I can make out of it. You getting a text over there to the side? It's okay if you are. You keep fish eyeing something. No, I have my phone set up in the glare so i keep getting i just moved it now but for some reason i didn't move my phone and i just kept getting glare that's why i kept looking at it <laughs> by the way where do you live in the off season i live in nashville tennessee so i'm oh, out here great place yeah it's unbelievable my agency's out here it's the bledsoe agency and they're awesome they built a facility like 24 7 access i can go whenever i want um hitter like hitters lab so to speak weight room pitchers lab with a player's lounge and then their offices are out front it's it's just unbelievable. And for people in your 20s, how old are you? Your mid 20s, right? 25. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, perfect. I'm basically a dinosaur going into my first full season in the big league. So, yeah. You know. We don't <laughs> consider that at all. Yeah. You're right. Actually, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go, go chill in Seattle. One of the things we've done here, um, and Chris Rose Sports is kind of branch out into the football world a little bit since I work in both Major League Baseball and the NFL. CJ Uzama is. Yep. Oh, I yeah, know. We have a, we have the football show with Chris Rose and CJ Uzama that I'm actually about to tape later today. Yeah, and he's great because I mean, him co-producing uh, a Broadway play—that's yeah. unbelievable. Like, I am a a thespian myself, um, so like him doing that, I saw that. That was super cool. Like, one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen. Wait a second. What, what do you? What sort of thespian are you? Well, I guess technically not anymore, but I used to do school plays when I was in uh, grade school. So. So I used to always do that, and then baseball kind of took over, took over my life. And now I were you more than the tree? I hope. Yeah, more than the tree. I was Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit one year. Uh, Really? So I was the lead in the school play, and then I was. uh, This one's more interesting. I think I was Arthur. I don't remember my last name in Dracula. So I was the love interest, basically. Uh, Really? No big deal. Got to kiss two girls on stage. Whatever. Hey Uh, now. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, but then baseball kind of took over, and it was like, all right, this is probably a little bit more serious for me. Didn't have to, because Stephen Brault, another regular on, here on the Chris Rose rotation, actually went to Regis University to, you know, play baseball. Uh, I think they were Division Two, and to work at performing arts. You know, yeah. he's a wonderful singer, and he's a, you know, he can do it all. So why you could have continued on with that dream. Yeah, I could have. When I was, uh, I almost actually went to a specialty center in high school specifically for drama and theater arts, but I decided to, I went to another high school for, it was a, the leadership program. So I went to a different high school for that. Um, and then in college, I took a few classes and they, I, I always was trying to, they almost pulled me back in, but it was like, all right, no, like I do play baseball here. I gotta, gotta go to practice in the fall. I can't just like miss practice. So, you know, kept doing that. Did you have to sing? No, I can't sing at all. Uh, I cannot sing at all. So I'm, you know, I'm strictly non-musical plays. I was, uh, I was probably my best acting role. I was Daddy Warbucks in these. Yeah, I, I used to go away to summer camp for six years in Hayward, Wisconsin. My parents hated me so much. They were like, get out. <laughs> my, my other brother, they kept, they loved him. They kept him home. So they booted me up there and I was Daddy Warbucks. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, I had the bald cap and everything. 
had yeah. to sing. It was great. Yeah. Hey, it seemed to have worked out, huh? Kind of. I'm average at this at best. <laughs> you know, I yeah. can't. And I don't hit balls 420. So. Yeah. Well, you know. Do you have any interest in my baseball career? Yeah. I I mean, please. How far do you think I made it? Uh, since you're asking me, I'm going to guess not even high school. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> jerk. Well, you um, know, if you ask the question, I'm going to guess lower than what I would normally think. So I hit uh, 314 in eighth grade. Uh-huh. And I was like the utility guy. I was always smarter than everybody else. I knew where to throw the ball, what to do with cutoffs, all that sort of stuff. How to, But I, was t- I started getting bad, and that was the year I started getting afraid of the baseball. Guys started uh, yeah. throwing a little bit harder. The minute that happens, you're out. Yep, that is a fact. Yeah, so it was over. But I did stay in the game. I managed. I was the high school manager, so I kept the stats yep. for, for baseball. Yep. That was my That's incredible. Hey, well, I mean, you get to hang your hat on your last year of playing. You hit 314, so not too many guys can say that. No. no I mean, you walk away. I'm right. You know, there's a lot of guys who are hitting the twos, you know, when yeah, they finish right. their you high school You finished a 300 career. hitter. That's a Hall of Fame hitter if you just kept Hell that going. yes, it is. Yeah. Do they have a Hall of Fame for eighth grade? Because if so, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, pro- I mean – you're in a Hall of Fame somewhere, I guarantee that. So not really. Yeah, but uh, you're a little bit modest, but that's okay. Thank you. Did I see a Zach Wilson jersey on you in some of those pictures? Yeah. Do you still yeah. have it? I do. But uh, more importantly, I have a Sauce Gardner jersey. Um, that one. That one's good. Yeah. That one. That picture's from last year. They lost that game too. Uh, but yeah, I've, I now have a white Sauce Gardner jersey, which is fantastic. So I keep rocking that. So as a guy who is a professional athlete and knows what it's like when things aren't going great, you're a baseball player, you're going to have a lot of this and throughout a great career. Do you feel for Zach Wilson or do you lay it on thick when you're there? Are you, were you booing? Were you there the other night? Uh, I was supposed to be, but the weather messed up my travel, so I didn't Got end it. up making it. But no, I will never boo a player. Won't mean that, like, in conversations with friends, I'm not tough on said player, but um, I will not boo a player because I know how that goes. So I will not be partaking in that. But I I tend to look at how the other guys are reacting. That's because I know how a clubhouse is, so I try to look and see what the clubhouse might be like wherever uh, certain individual players might be. So it seems like that clubhouse might feel a certain way about another quarterback, and I really like that guy. So, so yeah. Did you see the end of the Thursday night game against Jacksonville and Garrett Wilson is talking to Zach Wilson? Did you see that shot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think he was saying to him? Hang in there. Stay tough. Uh, I mean, there's just not much you can really say, right? I mean, when you're at your lowest moment, there isn't really much anybody can say to you. And I'm not saying that's Zach's lowest moment, but I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot for him to build into. He's just got to do it. Uh, And it's more... You know, it seems like he's got to build it more mentally than physically. And, you know, we'll see what happens. He's so young. I mean, I talk about him. He's two years younger than me. So and he's been in the NFL for two years. So, you know, mentally, once people respect him as a man, you know, that's when he can build up. So hopefully he can look in the mirror and do that. I got to tell you, dude, I don't think it can happen there. I don't think so either, especially after the the DM between his mom and a fan where she said nobody can succeed here. It's a toxic fan base, which I get. The New York market is not easy. I mean, everything you do is frustrating. Um, and I think it's like what Robert Sala said was it's uh, the instant coffee market, especially 
Like if you don't perform right away, you're done. So it's just one of those things. Some guys can take it, some guys can't. And over the past few years, they haven't been able to find somebody who who could. You know what? You bring up an in- interesting point here. Th- this is no place for family members to start getting into it with people. Hundred percent. They have to understand. They just have to take it. They can be upset as they want. Nobody wants to see their kid. Like if people were talking shit about one of my two sons, I would be on fire. But I also would know that hey, you're not helping them if you fire back. Is that something that you had to talk to your family about? Because it was with me. Yeah, a, a little bit. Um, but kind of a, I, I've been lucky enough that so far I haven't received too much like hate throughout my like through my family. But right. my mom's a big Facebook poster. Right. <laughs> and so I've had to like kind of be like, hey mom, you can't just like post all my stuff on Facebook all the time. Which I guarantee you she's going to be listening to this. Mom, I love you, but we, you know that we've had this conversation Mom, before. We love just you. Like, we got to be a little bit more private about what's going on. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's so important that it's like, I think most guys understand when they get hate stuff, why they're getting it. And normally it's like gambling or something like that. So it's some stupid reason that you're getting right. fantasy. Like, pe- people don't actually hate you. They just want their team to do better. Therefore, they want you to do better. Like most of it is in a weird way. It's out of love. Um, like, it seems like it's not. And, you know, death threats are very real for guys like getting called words. They don't want to be getting called Like Mm -hmm. I've seen some DMS from other guys and it's, it is insane. Um, what people will say to them. And it's just, you know, it's incredible that people do say that, but you know, it's just one of those things where there's only one person who can fix that situation, right? The one in New York and that's him. And if he fixes it, everything gets fixed. So it's nothing your family can do. Cause once your family starts fighting your battles for you, you can never win that anyway. So, so it's just something you got to look in the mirror and do yourself. So when I was, uh, you know, in 2009 through 11, I, I hosted the Fox um, pregame show for baseball. And so part of my responsibility was to do the trophy ceremony after world series win. And in 2009 that was the year the Yankees won and I called Derek Jeter Jeets mm-hmm. and people went nuts like if it had been today it would have been a gazillion times worse mm-hmm. but my late sister at the time she was a, high, a senior in high school when I was born so she was always really protective of me right she calls me and she goes she's crying why are all these people saying stuff about you on the computer why are they t-? Lori if you don't like it don't get on the computer yeah, because that's 99.9% of the stuff is going to be negative about people. Yep. Don't do it to yourself and please don't do it to me. Don't yeah. bring it to me. Like, I can't take you crying. Yeah. Please. Well, you know? I, think, I, I think that's like the most important part is like, look, I got to own this. Like you guys yep. don't need to, you guys don't need to own this. This is me. And part of the reason that we get paid is to deal with the other people is because it's like, this is a, this is it's, I mean, it's entertainment. We're supposed to be entertaining people. Um, and if we're not, we're going to get hate for it sometimes. But that's why we do what we do is for the people. So if we mess up, that's on us. And we know that. All right. So one of the things that you have to look forward to is playing in the World Baseball Classic this spring. Mm-hmm. It is not for Team USA. You are playing for? For Team Italy. Forza Italia. You know, I'm working on my Italian accent a little bit and me speaking more Italian. It's not going great. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to be playing for for team Italy. They, they actually brought us out to Italy, uh, for a team trip, which was super special. So a uh-huh. lot of guys were able to go to that. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited for it. We're in Taiwan, March 8th through 12th, I believe. Oh my God. 
Like, have yeah. you ever traveled that extensively to places? No, never. So it was, I've never been on like a, what is it called? A transatlantic flight. Uh, that was insane. Um, so, but while we were over there, you know, we ended up going to London on the way back just to see some things since it was like, oh, we can just change our flight out of London. Yeah. Um, so we went and saw some things, which is really cool. Cause I'd never been, I'd never really been out of the country. I mean, I've been to Toronto before, but I don't know if I really count that. Um, so, so yeah, it was a super special week that they, you know, that they put on for us and I'm really excited to represent the country. That's awesome, dude. That really is fun. So how far back in your lineage does, does it happen before we get to like Italy as the homeland? So my great, great grandfather, oh, that's um, a while. Yeah. So they moved over, but then my great grandfather would always go back. So he was just born in the States, but he would go back to Italy. And then my grandfather was born. Um, and that's when they officially stayed here. So they actually, when they got to Ellis Island, the story that I've heard, they changed the name from Pasquantonio to Pasquantino to make it a little bit more Americanized <laughs> when they got here. So it was even more Italian than it is right now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah and, then, yeah, and then my great I could actually have played for Team Canada too if I really wanted to because really? um so my great great grandfather was born in Italy. My great grandfather was born in Canada. So they settled in Niagara Falls, which is right on the border. So they were back and forth with between Canada as well. So I I had three different countries I could have played for. That's so that's pretty cool. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. So, you know, if I ever get cut from Team Italy, I have two more options between USA and Canada, just in case. Listen, brother, hate to present it to you. If you're getting cut from Team Italy, you ain't making, you ain't team, making team USA. Yeah, that is it. That is I'm rooting for you. Fact. I'm just being realistic here. That's all. Um, by the way, if you had kept the original, if they had kept the original name, Pasquatoni, you guys should have moved down to Texas. You could have been the Pasquatonios from San Antonio. Yeah, it would have been great. But apparently Pasquantonio in Italian stands for Easter Anthony. Uh, that's what everybody kept telling me when I, I posted it on Twitter and everybody was just like, that means Easter Anthony. I think I haven't even looked it up, but I, I would have. So that's a nice fun fact about that name. Okay. I can cross that one off of the list. Yep. yep. Thank God we nailed that one. Yep. Uh, how are you practicing your Italian? Uh, mostly just saying Forza Italia a lot, which just means let's go Italy. So that's kind of my main thing, you know, and I'm incorporating a few chows and prego and grazie into my into my vocab right now. So uh -huh. basically just the main things. Uh, that's how I'm trying to work on it. Because I feel like you can kind of BS your way through it if you can just say hello, thank you, you're welcome. So that's kind of what I'm working on. So you just, I mean, do you guys have like a spring training together or anything? You just kind of roll in. It's, it's, like, uh, it's like Legion Ball. You just kind of roll in and we play. Yeah, so it sounds like they were having issue with like, we were going to do a camp in either Miami Piazza lives in uh, Miami. So I think we were going to end up doing it there if we did anything, but they were having issue from the major league teams of being like, Hey, we're letting these guys leave for a period of time. It's going to, we're not going to let them leave for more time for practice because they right. can practice here. <laughs> and I get that. So, and it's baseball, right? So, I mean, any strategy you can talk about, I mean, chemistry definitely matters, but, you know, we can talk about strategy and kind of work on it on the fly. Yeah, I was going to say, we're not running plays here. Right, exactly. <laughs> By the way, I want you to um, act like you didn't know Mike Piazza played baseball. So, seriously, just be like, okay, so did you play in Italy or something? And will be like, no. Oh, okay. So, 
where'd you play? Like, what was the highest level? Just play dumb for like a minute. Let's see how it rolls. Are we role playing? I don't, to be honest, I have no idea what you, I'm smiling mostly out of confusion. What, what? <laughs> you don't think you should do that to Mike Piazza? Oh no, I, I've already, I've met him. We were at, we went to his house in Italy. So okay. I, I, by the way, how great is his house? It's, I mean, it's stupid. It is unbelievable. But I did make the mistake of accidentally calling him a 302 career hitter. He was a 309 career hitter. Oh, yeah. Um, so I struck a nerve there. So I hope I still am able to play for the team because, yeah. you know, that's a that's a fireable effect. That's seven points of batting. That's a lot of points. I know it doesn't like, you know, everybody knows that that's a good amount of points that I that I took off the board for him there. But he let me know. So we worked through that. Yeah, that's nice. That's a, yeah, and I hope you enjoy rooting on Team Italy from the bench. Yeah, exactly. it sounds like that might be where you're hanging out. I'll be for passing a out espresso shots to everybody during the game. <laughs> Dude, I wonder how many houses Piazza's got. I know he has at least two because he lives in Miami, but also lives in Italy. So he, you know, he he had a he had a nice little career for himself. He and he's on a TV show that's coming out here soon. I know. Um, yeah. He talked about that. He said it. He wasn't allowed to like talk about specifically, but he said it was insane. Like it was yeah. in. Just it's the one where show. they take all these former, well, former celebrities. I guess once a celebrity, always a celebrity. It's just you'll either be A, B, C, yeah. D, or F, depending on where you are in the scope of life. But a lot of them are former athletes, and they put them through the grinder, right? Yeah, that's what he was grinder. saying. He couldn't say like specifically, but he was just saying that yeah, they took him out and basically marine tra marine style type training um and just killed him basically so he said it was one of the craziest things he's ever done oh here we go yeah we're seeing it all yeah montel jordan in it there he is oh, God. he still looks good piazza he's a, he's a good looking guy i mean yeah. he really is like you know you just got to give it up sometimes he's a good looking guy well my wife has over the i've been married 25 years and I thank my lucky stars every day. She's fantastic, a sweet, wonderful human being, and she's gorgeous. But over the years, she since I've worked in sports, she's had different like little crushes, and Piazza was one of the early ones throughout our relationship. So she went from Piazza to Matt Kemp to Jimmy Garoppolo, and now she has moved on to Ricky Rubio of my Cavaliers. Really? Ricky Rubio makes that list as the latest installment. That's incredible because he's kind of oh, getting yeah. to the tail end of his career here a little bit now, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's really the reason I've got a beard, I think, to be honest with you. She yeah. asked me to grow it during the pandemic. I'd never had a beard before, and I don't love it. I hate the way it looks on TV. Streaming, it looks okay. Television, it looks patchy and not great because it's a little gray here on the sides, all that sort of stuff. Well, and as I long still, as you look more like Ricky Rubio, that's all that matters. I think that's, you know, I yeah. said, listen, there's going to be at least two areas where I cannot hang with Ricky Rubio. One of them is financially, and you can figure out the other one. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. It's very, <laughs> see, look at that. I can't hang with that. Very similar. I could see it right here. It just, you know, you darken that. If you get some just for men, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're there. How's the hair work? <laughs> similar. I was wondering why you wore hats on these uh, podcasts. Well, listen, if I had taken time to shower today and brush it and comb it and uh, shave more of my back hair and staple it to my head, it would have looked yeah, there way you go. better. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, you're one of these young guys that the Royals are going to rely on. 
I mean, listen, you guys aren't chasing after uh, the Correas and judges and Verlanders of the world. That's just not the way you guys operate. Although I do like your new owner a lot. Um, do you guys talk about the whole, this youth thing should not be an excuse for us. Yeah, a lot actually. Uh, Cause Cleveland was younger than us and they won the division. That's kind of my sticking point is, uh, you know, we, we, what we always talk about is how many at bats until you, you are who you are in the major leagues. That's what we always are trying to kind of figure out. And obviously nobody has like a, a permanent answer for that. Cause you just never know. Some guys are really good as rookies. Some guys suck as second year players. Some guys right. suck as rookies and then get better. You just never know because the league adjusts so many times and you just try to figure it out. But you know, since I, when I got called up to the big leagues, we basically played 500 baseball the rest of the season. Um, I think it ended up being a little bit less because we got killed by Cleveland the last week of the season. So it ended up being a few games under, but it's just one of those things. It's like, why not? Why can't we be a 500 baseball team? And uh, to be honest, uh, Mr. Sherman, one of the things he said in his press conference that he had when kind of everything went down with us was, you know, we're always chasing the world series, but I'd like to get in the wild card game. And it's kind of like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You can't win the world series without getting into the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, we, we kind of talk about it and it's like, Hey, you know, just cause we're all, you know, one through three players basically is like, why can't we make some noise and do something? Um, like who says we can't just cause we're young and we need to develop. Cause you ask Aaron judge right now, I bet you he's still developing and he just, you know, he's got nine more years to go at least like, that's just how the game is. I mean, you've seen more of it than I have, but like, why can't we be good? You know, at what point does, basically the buck stop with us and we say, Hey, just cause we're all developing and we're young right now, why can't we go out there and chase wins? So that's kind of my mindset on it is just, Hey guys, just cause we're all kind of going through this together. Let's just focus on winning games and see what happens from there. Do you remember the first time you saw Bobby Witt jr? Uh, yeah, he, it was in 2019 at instructs and he called Kyler Murray K one cause they were friends cause they both Oklahoma guys. That was the first time I'd really met him. I was actually, I was talking to him about it the other day. I was making fun of him about it. Just remember when you just wouldn't even call the guy Kyler Murray, you called him his nickname, like just showing everybody, you know, that's who I am. These are my friends. Uh, and then he went out on the baseball diamond. You were like, oh, okay, this makes sense, right? Oh, uh, well, I remember the first time I saw him play, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll never play in the major leagues. Uh, like, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a different, just a different ball game. The guy is super fast. He's, you know, he's. I'm bigger than him, but he hits the ball way harder than me. Like, it's just one of those things. It's like, okay, yep. That's what a major league baseball player looks like. And I don't. So, but thankfully we're here now and I am in the major league. So I was, I'm glad to have been wrong uh, about the judgment of myself at that point. I think you and I have to make a deal because you're already, um, there's always a guy from every team in the American league central that hammers my guardians. And you have st- I know you haven't played him a ton yet, but I can feel it starting to percolate a little bit here. Yeah, I'd love to be that guy. Um, yeah, thank I'd, you. I'd love to. And the the hate I get from, like, the most hate I get from a team is the White Sox. I had a pretty good week against the White Sox. Right. I basically had a good day, and that's kind of what helped me. So I get tagged in a lot of things from White Sox, which is really funny. And they actually have two, I believe it's two reporters named Vinny, so that's kind of a a uh, funny thing. Uh, so I get tagged in some stuff sometimes from White Sox fans because they don't like me, but that's okay. That's my goal is to not be liked by other teams fans. So for, you know, because I play well against their team. 
So what you should do is, um, and I hope it doesn't happen too much. Although I really see, I, I like you. I like you. We've only been hanging for a half hour, but I really like your vibe and everything. So if, if and when, and I'm sure you will hit a home run against Cleveland and they talk to you post game, you just say, yeah, that's my, for my buddy, Chris Rose from John boy, he's a Cleveland dude. And so I have to rub it in his face every time. Yeah. No problem at all. I'll make sure that that gets, uh, you know, print to paper there. That was for Chris Rose. So that, that'll be perfect. And then when they say who, then you'll have yeah, to Yeah, they, they won't. They'll probably then move on and try to find you for an interview or something. Um, so uh, good for you, I guess. Yeah, uh, but I'm, you'll I'm probably available. decline. I'd, yeah, so perfect. Okay. Um, where's where's your dog, Bear? He's he's laying in bed. I just picked him up from daycare. He's laying. Is it okay if I move the camera? Please. Is that all right? Rob, I don't want to mess up your producing going on. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Whoa. Was that a picture of Bear? A multicolored picture of Bear? <gasps> yep. There's Bear. What there up, dog? Hey, Bear, say hello. Yeah, he's Hi, right Bear. there. He just got picked up from daycare, so he's really tired. Does um, he like daycare? Yeah, he loves it. Every morning. So every morning I get up. And yeah, you were right. That is a multicolored picture of bear. My fiance actually painted that herself. She's incredible. Oh, good job, Ryan, with two ends. Yeah. So every morning I get up, I have to bring him there by nine o'clock. So on my way to the gym, I'll take bear to daycare. He freaks out. So we wake up, I feed him. He goes out, he goes back to bed. I drink a cup of coffee. Then I get up, get ready. He takes off for the car, takes off for the car because he loves it. Go take him to daycare. He you know, has to mark his territory as soon as he gets there. And then he runs in the gate and it's great. I actually worked there um, a few years ago. That's how I got the relationship with them. I worked at the dog daycare in the off season to supplement my income. Really? Yep. Yep. Hi, so I'm Vinny. The... I'm Vinny P on the name tag. Yeah, pretty much. Name tag, Vinny P dog daycare attendant. I basically picked up poop for an entire off season and uh, you know, just made things happen. That. I can't imagine cleaning the kennels is um, as wonderful as it sounds. Not the not the greatest smells in the world, that's for sure. But you know, just making things happen for people when you know their dogs are just trying to play a little bit. What do you think you made? I'm sure you know what you what'd you make from a doggy daycare. Uh, I think I made ten dollars an hour at first, and then I think it got bumped to fifteen. I I $10. made more, so I made more money. Um, in the off season than I did during the season when I was in the minor leagues. <laughs> you, you did not. Yeah. yeah. Cause I remember counting up and be like, Oh yeah, I make more money here than I did. <laughs> did you, were you one of those guys that had to sleep like six to two rooms or something? Uh, no, I was lucky. Um, so we, when I was in, I only had to find a place to live one year because of the housing rule that they made. So oh, good. So COVID, I lived at home with my parents and I worked at a burger place. And then when I moved out to Nashville for the off season, I worked at the dog daycare. Um, but then we got really lucky in 2021. I went to Quad Cities, Davenport, Iowa for high A. That's where I started the season. Yeah. And we had a friend who was a realtor there and he hooked us up with a house that was only like $500 a month for each person. And we each had our own room. There was a backyard. Like it was, it was an incredible, it ended up being like, the college party house, so to speak, uh, because we actually had some space where people could come hang out. So with the schedule being Monday through or Tuesday through Sunday, every Sunday night was like, everybody's coming overnight. It was awesome. It was one of the coolest things that I ever had to experience in minor league baseball. All right. Wait a second here. So you worked at a burger joint. Yep. I worked at a burger joint called burger. Eam, burger. I am. 
Um, it's more popular out West than it is out East. It's huh. no longer still there. It's now a fat burger, the place that I work, but yeah, oh, yeah, I was, a I was a chef basically. So I was flipping patties in the back and, you know, doing all that. Um, did that for the summer of 2020 okay. basically. So when it's, when it's, uh, July and what city was this in this, that was in Richmond, Virginia, the hottest balls. Okay. July, you are over the, the burger flipper. Mm-hmm. Whatever, what a fryer. I don't know what the hell they put it on. You inevitably are going to sweat. You had oh, yeah. to have sweated on some burgers. No, I was pretty good about staying back. So we, if you had long hair, you had to wear a hairnet. I didn't have long hair, so I wore just a hat. But then you had to have the mask on too. So I, but it was long sleeves and everything. So I did a pretty good job of of keeping away from my sweat burgers. I never. But- you know, I'm sure there was a guy or two like Big Ed who probably weighed about 380 and is flipping burgers one day and he don't give a damn. He ain't leaning yeah. back. He's not worrying about his posture. He is yeah. all over it. Yeah, I mean, probably can't speak on it myself because I didn't do it. I promise. But definitely, you know, can't <laughs> confirm nor deny that it ever happened. Where's Ryan with two ends? She's at the gym right now. She's at Lifetime Fitness. She's, she's just getting her workout on. So. Okay. So we'll go later tonight too and play pickleball. We've been really trying to get some pickleball action going. Is this because you want to be on LeBron's or Tom Brady's team? No, mostly mostly I just want to get better in shape, and that's a pretty good way to move around a little bit. So we play one on one pickleball. We don't play the way that you're supposed to, which is like move up to the net and like try to hit it hard. We like try to move around while we play, try to build up a little bit of a sweat. So that's what we're working with. Is Ryan with two ends a shit talker on pickleball? No, I wish she was, but no, she, but she's good. Like she kicks my ass every once in a while. Um, so she's, she's pretty good. We used to play tennis. Now we've moved on to pickleball and you know, it's, it's always a good time. Sounds like she was an athlete in high school. Yeah. She, she played soccer at old dominion. Uh, that's how we met. So that's big time. Yeah. That's division one soccer. That's yep. Yeah. So yeah. So the world cup was a wild time in my house. I mean, we were up, 6 a.m. every morning watching the World Cup, which I actually enjoyed. Like, I thought it was pretty fun. It's awesome. If yeah. you're not into the World Cup, I'm sorry. As my 17-year-old son, Brady, who plays baseball, and he's not a huge soccer guy, but he was glued to the World Cup. He he said after um, after the France-Argentina game, he goes, it might have been the best sporting event I've ever seen. It was incredible. I was actually at MetLife Stadium when that like was going on. It was just crazy how you have a bunch of football fans who you would never think would watch soccer, just stereotypically. Um, everybody's into the game. Like the the Great. stadium's going nuts for the for that game. It was incredible. I mean, probably the best soccer game of all time, right? At least one. Arguably, yeah. yeah. You have your two best players scoring the goals, which just makes everything better. And then you go to PKs, and they are incredible. Like it's just a crazy game. So much fun. All right, before we let you get out of here, we're gonna spin the wheel of moderately interesting things. There's uh categories on here. Easy questions. Okay. Not very smart. Crushing it. Always a fun one. Who was your first celebrity crush? Ooh. Uh, Selena Gomez, I think. Uh, I think she was up there. She was on Wizards of Waverly Place when I was growing yeah. up. Uh, so probably Selena Gomez. Good. Did you watch, uh, what is it, Murders in the Building? Or no, something? but isn't it great? Wait, you said No. No, but I've heard it's fantastic. I was going to say no, but isn't it great? Oh, you're asking, isn't it a great question yeah. mark instead of yeah, statement? Yeah, question mark. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I found it. I found it entertaining. Yes, it's Steve Martin, right? That's who's in it too. Yes, and yep. I mean anything and he's Martin in Short. pretty much turns to gold. And then you add Martin Short in there too. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> flight to Seattle tomorrow. I think I might know what I'm watching. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's well worth it. I'm gonna tell you one other thing we're watching right now, and people are gonna whatever shame me. Fine, we're watching on Hulu the the Chippendales thing. Oh yeah, isn't. So I'm not watching it, but I'm pretty sure Ryan's mom is watching it, and she said it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. It's something Michelle and I are watching together. She was like, "Why don't we do the Chippendales?" I'm like, "Fine." Yeah. You know, I I probably remind you of a Chippendale. Exactly. She's watching it because that's what you look like. Yes, except I play the role of the Chris Farley <laughs> Chippendale next to Patrick Swayze in the old SNL skit. Yeah, yeah. Robbie, you're gonna right. have to put that one in because that's for our younger audience. They're gonna have no idea what it is. The minute they see it, they'll be like, "Yeah, that is Rose." So that's uh, that's it. And it is good. It's it's really interesting. It's kind of entertaining, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Fascinating. Some of the shows that are coming out nowadays on like Hulu and Netflix and even like Peacock, Apple TV are incredible. Like no yep. marketing, it feels like. And they're just incredible TV. I shows. know. Right. I just, you know, it's usually word of mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. You got a lot to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped. On your way to Seattle. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> are you going to get on the field if you go? Uh, I mean, I'd have to probably talk to a few people, but I'd like to try. If so, introduce yourself to CJ Uzama. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and make these worlds come together. It, you're you making this way more interesting. Actor. You're giving me a way better reason to stay an extra day. I'll tell you that right now. He's a great dude. He's really, you know, I'll have to get funny. an 87 jersey. Oh God! I mean, if you got an 87 jersey, how many Jets jerseys do you have? I have three. Right now, I have a, but only, uh, uh, I have a Sauce Gardner, I have a Zach Wilson, I have a Jamal Adams, and then I used to have a Sam Darnold. <laughs> so, well, so you're really I killing it. Maybe I shouldn't get an 87 jersey. I was going to say, bad mojo for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy smoke. He's going to have to go back and check his the guarantee on his deal after yeah, he sees exactly. an 87. <laughs> man, oh, man. Hey, listen, man, this was a blast. I loved it. I, uh, hopefully we can do this at some point during the season. Yeah, I'm always here. You have my Twitter DMs now. So, I mean, you know, we're we're all in there. Was that a little weird when you saw, you know, the number number one always shows up on your little Twitter DM. You're like, oh, God, what jerk is sliding in here now that I accidentally followed? Well, no, I, ha- I when it first when I first saw it, I was like, Jake, that was my immediate thought. I was like, Jake, Jake's hooking me up. So like that was it. it didn't feel that random. Like it didn't. It surprised me, but then I was like, Jake, that guy, Jake. Uh, so I'm really appreciative, though, for it. I that, I just butchered that. I'm very appreciative. I think I butchered it again, but that's okay. You know what I'm you saying. Want to try one more for the hat trick? No, no, I don't. No, I'm good. I know my limits. Um, but this was awesome. I, I really appreciate you having me on. This was this was really ding, fun ding, for ding. me. Yeah, that was, I, I changed it up a little bit and made it work that time. <laughs> Dude, you're a funny fucker, and I mean that in the best way. And I'm sorry, mom, for saying it that way. She probably is. Is she one of the moms that doesn't like when we hear swearing? No, she's all right. She's all right with it. It's my dad. He's the one that's like, don't you know? Don't ever cuss. You know, I had a clip that went viral. Not viral in sense of social media, but viral in terms of my friends. I I may have said a few choice things to some teammates of mine who were making fun of me on the field, mm-hmm. and I I'll send it to you. But I point it. I point at them. And I let them know how I'm feeling. And the TV camera was right on my face when I did it. And, really? But it was, I, I made an error. And then 
they were making fun of me about it because it was a very unathletic bad error. And then I made a, I barely made a play a few innings later, same ball, but it bounced off my glove, but I was able to get to it and get the guy out. And I look, I'm throwing the ball around and Michael Massey, our second baseman and Bobby Witt, who was playing shortstop are just laughing at me. So, you know, I just went, fuck you, fuck you. And then just, you know, let them have it. And, but the camera was right on my face. So (laughs) sorry, dad, that I just did that. (laughs) Uh, That's not your fault. That's that's TV's problem. Yeah, you know, just everyone, you know, field of battle, uh, things just happen sometimes. You know, it's a very competitive game. I hear you. Happy New Year to you and to Ryan and to Bear. And um, enjoy the trip up to Seattle. We'll catch up at some point. This was yeah. a, this was really fun. I'm sure yeah, people are going to really enjoy it. I okay? appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rob. For our one-of-a-kind producer. Robbie Scirocco and Vinny Pasquantino. I am Chris Rose. We'll see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.